The Melbourne Preview with Australia's most respected form analyst, Dean Lester. A very good morning to you, Dino. Yeah, good morning, Tim. Morning, Diggers. Good morning to you, Dino. You've been watching a little bit of the golf this morning? Yes, probably too much, really. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yes, yeah, you've certainly seen plenty of the golf and uh, enjoying it. And to see Cam Smith at four under with two double bogeys on the card, it's, it was a pretty special round. So, uh, no, I think uh, I think we're a really big chance of a, an Australian uh, getting a second uh, green jacket this year. Oh, let's hope you're right. Now, what about this card at Caulfield tomorrow? What are the confidence levels like, Dino? Uh, about medium. It's a pretty even card. Uh, no real standout races and such. We've got the reduced choice for the two-year-olds, which I'm sure is going to be a good race, and there's some really good trialers in it, but uh, so many first starters makes it tricky, and yeah, the rest uh, is sort of your off-season sort of fair, but uh, yeah, the, probably the, the highlight outside of the reduced choice is uh, the first leg of the quality race six. It's a really good three-year-old race. Let's talk about it. Over 1,100 metres at 135. It's $6 the field. You've got three there, all at $6. And then you've got a couple at $7, a couple at $8 with tab touch. Dino, what do we do? Yeah, yeah Lee, I've, you know, when you look at the horses I've sort of left out of the quality, a horse like New York Baby hasn't done much wrong. She's trolled up okay, but... Scissor steps a horse I've always had a bit of time for, and I just had the feeling I used to ride him a bit aggressively. And in that last run, last campaign, they rode him off the speed behind Generation in the Red Anchor, and he went just tremendously well. He really tested uh, Generation, who we've seen go on to better things in the autumn. And his two recent trials have been great, and they've been riding him just off the speed. I, I think uh, he'll be very hard to beat here, but very good chances to five. Sarah Des, stakes winning Philly. Another one that's trialled up so well in uh, recent weeks. She's going great guns. One by Numero Uno's got the race fitness on his side. He's won five of six. He's a good galloper. Seven Magic Max was also in Adelaide tomorrow, but they've scratched from there and run here with 52 kilos on his back. And one that's only had one start for one win put away is a horse called Radio Pal, number nine, and he's a, a very nice horse. I would think uh, he could run well first up. But it's a very good race. I put them in three, five, one, seven, and nine. Okay, the second leg of the quaddy there at Caulfield tomorrow, Dino, is a three-year-old Phillies event over the fourteen hundred metres at two fifteen. Number ten, the Frosted is a scratching. Yeah, and I think this is the race we can take a bit more of a, a chance on. Uh, I'm pretty keen on three bells of wire. She's a uh, really progressive filly. She had two from two. She had a, basically a year off, and uh, her first up uh, win was outstanding. She ran the best. 400 and 200 of the meeting and winning at Sandown. I think 1,400 is going to suit. Nick Ryan has been quite open in saying that he thinks she's uh, maybe a Queensland Oaks filly later on in the season. So uh, this is the next progression. I think she's the one to beat. Uh, the other couple I'll be putting in are eight, Adela Moore, who's got that good form around Barb Raider and ran well enough first up. Got 52 kilos on her back, so that makes her a chance. And four, uh, Arctica, who won her first two in good fashion and then had the heart uh, arrhythmia last start. Uh, freshened up, she could certainly bounce back very quickly. But Bell survives the one to beat, three, eight, and four. Three, eight, and four in the second leg. We then get to the third leg. It is a benchmark 84 over the mile at 250. Interesting, we get to see a former West Aussie here in Zara type. But Hosier, what do we do after the disappointment on Stakes Day? Well, I think the, the key to Hosier is pretty evident. He needs a bit of jar out of the track. So I think if this track comes up a good three, we'll see him scratched. I think if he's, it's a good four and it stays that way, if it doesn't dry too much, 
that'll be okay. But that track was pretty firm, Stakes Day, and he just seemed to jar up. So I'm tipping him because I think he'll find the front and he'll be hard to beat. But don't be surprised if the track gets upgraded through the day if he scratched. So uh, that's the, the, the conundrum with uh, Hosea. You mentioned Zaratite. Looks to me like a bit of a set plan to have him ready to go to win first up. He's had three solid jump outs. Looks to be going pretty well, and I think we'll get a great run on the speed. Uh, seven, think he can fly. Just don't think he got around Mornington at all, and he's probably even a better horse at Flemington, but at least at Caulfield, he's got some good competitive races. And six, ain't no deal done, who might be the best horse in the race, but he's on the comeback trail. He's second up off a long spell. That first up run had merit, and he has been back to the trials and trial well, so... I'm putting him in five, three, seven, and six. Five, three, seven, and six in the third leg of the quaddy there at Caulfield. We rounded out Dean with a benchmark 78, seven furlong race at 325. There are no scratchings currently, but Old Flame is the $4.20 favourite with Tab Touch. See, this is, uh, this is a race to finish the program. Some informed horses here. None more so than Paperboy number 11. He's only had the three starts for Gavin Bedge. Good for a win and two narrow seconds, and uh, he's going great guns. I think uh, he'll run very well. Uh, just mark this one down, Macram, number two. Uh, if it's not tomorrow, there'll be a day for him in time. He's a really nice horse uh, for the uh, Brothers Hayes in import. Uh, he showed ability at, at all distances uh, in Europe, and uh, he's trolled up very nicely. He's had three of them in recent weeks, and he's going well. Uh, seven... Old Flame, building a good record. He's won three of five, was good first up. Ten, Ferretti, ran very flat second up, but probably entitled to. He just went way too hard first up, so he could bounce back to form here. Uh, I'm giving little chances, though. The 13 influential Jack with a big weight drop, and if there will, you know, if there is uh, scratchings at number 19, Agrimony gets in the field, uh, he's certainly got a chance. He's the pick of the uh, emergencies should he gain a start. But, uh, yeah, an interesting race. I'll be really watching Macram with great interest, but uh, I'll, I'll tip Paperboy 11, 2, 7, 10, 13, and 19. Okay, the best and a play, Dino? The best is uh, race 7, number 3, Bel Savoir. I think uh, the play of the day is to just take her in a multi. Back to race 3, number 4, Ocean's Gen, I think, is the next best. Race 3, number 4, into race 7, number 3, and... As I mentioned, the reduced choice is a lot of good trialers here. There's one that's uh, he's been spected odds already, but I of the Eagles around eleven dollars. I would expect uh, he'd run a very good race on the boot. John McArdle's good at getting these horses to win first start, and this horse has trialed very well. Race four, number three, he might be the value play. Terrific Friday fill up. I'm going to go to race two at Cranbourne tonight. Race two, number six, the Haas. Uh, Forbes will be favourite, and Forbes has been a bit of a gunner. Uh, the Haas was. Really good first up, and just think he's got a very good chance of uh, winning here second up from a spell. Race two, number six. Terrific, Dino. Thank you very much for your time. We can Google Dean Lester's tips, get all of the information we need there. My pleasure. Thanks, guys. There is Dean Lester. He'll also be a part of Tab Touch Live. He will indeed, and he saw them particularly well Wednesday as well. Let's get to Chris Nelson. The Sports Daily presents Chris Nelson with his look at Queensland racing. It's time to head to Queensland and catch up with Chris Nelson ahead of the Doomben program tomorrow. Chris, good morning to you. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Digby. Good morning to you, Chris. How do we find you on this Friday? Yeah, going very well, thanks. Uh, the weather, a little bit overcast uh, in Brisbane this morning. 
maybe a couple of showers about, but I'm pretty confident we'll be on a good four track tomorrow. There was supposed to be anything up to 30 mils on Saturday, but that's gone back to maybe four or you know, one to four or one to six. So the rain that we're expecting doesn't look like it's going to happen. So I'd say a good four track, at worst, maybe a soft five. Okay, well, the first leg of the quaddy there at Doombin tomorrow is a 1,350-metre race. It is a benchmark 78 at 13 minutes to 1 o'clock. There are a couple of scratchings here, but it looks like it's going to be a big field. You can remove four and 13. Chris? It does. Uh, and on with the Tony Gollan runner here. That's number 12, Snitsify, Ryan Maloney rides. Now, he's had the two runs since coming from New South Wales, two runs for Tony Gollan, and they've both been good. I know he ran seventh first up at Durban, but uh, he faced the breeze there, was only beaten a length and a half. And then last time out up on the pace again, they did run that race uh, quite solidly, and I like the way he's stuck on right to the line. So this looks ideal for him. Third up should be peaking. 12, Snitsify over nine. A vow. Went around last week, sat oh, four, five wide, no cover, worked like crazy. Previous couple of runs have been good, so I can see improvement here from a vow from a much better draw for Brad Stewart. And number 10, Dash for Dreams, is racing uh, consistently this prep. In fact, raced consistently towards the end of last prep. Won uh, four of its last six starts, Dash for Dreams. So I think the 12 is the one to beat. We'll go 12, 9 and 10. 12, 9 and 10 to open things up. The second leg is a benchmark 72 over the 1,200 metres at 127 Perth time. There's 22 still uh, in this race with the one and the two out. So how do we play this? Well, we'll get a lot of scratchings. We can, we've only got a field maximum here of 16, so we're going to lose another six uh, sometime tomorrow morning before scratching time. Look, number nine for me, I love this horse, Go Wanji. He's a real winner. He's had eight starts for six wins and two placings. He was he was good first up at Toowoomba. You'd swear he won that race, so looking at it live and looking at the replays, but he uh, ended up sharing it on the line with uh, with Windside. He finished strongly that day against the tempo. His sectionals were very good, just as they were at his last campaign. Up to 1,200 metres, nice and fresh. You can see him getting to the outside for Larry Cassidy and mowing these down. I'll put in number 12, Aidens Field. Looked beautifully placed in that Class 3 last time out. Uh, was beaten by Smart Image. He looked like Burnborough winning that day. He got to the best part of the track. So Aidens Field's probably the only danger here to number 9, Go Wandy. 9 and 12 in the second leg. OK, 9 and 12 in the second leg there at Doomben for Chris Nelson. The third leg is a 1,350-metre event. Chris at 2.07. And the scratchings here are 13 and 16. Yeah, and I'm with number seven here, Dream Reacher. He's become a real favourite of mine. He's just so consistent, this guy. Uh, his last three starts have registered two wins and a placing last time out behind Star of Michelin in a very uh, muddling run race. He was out the back and they did go quite soft in front. He made good ground. Uh, he beat all bar that horse that day. That was a good performance. He's had three weeks off. He's back in distance here, but nice and fresh. I think he can run over the top of them late. So seven, Dream Reacher. Eleven, Snitch. First run was good. Just gets a lovely run from the gate here. I should get the, the box seat from that perfect draw. I think will run really well, as will the stable mate, number 12, Binko, uh, from that perfect gate too for Georgie Cartwright, the two Golan runners. I think they're right in the race here, but I do like Dream Reacher each way. So 7, 11, and 12 in the third leg. 7, 11, and 12 in the third leg. We get to the last at Class 6 over the 1,200 metres at 2.43 Perth time. And you can take out 8 and 21 as it stands, but Chris, another five to come out here. Yeah, and look, there's some really wide barriers on some of these uh, major hopes as well, so they may not even run. So this race will change definitely by uh, scratching time tomorrow. But as it stands, 
will go with Smart Image, who, as I said, looked like Burma winning that race at Zuman here a couple of weeks ago. Got to the right part of the track, but, gee, you, you can't deny. And drawn wide here at this stage, who knows uh, what barrier Smart Image will end up in. But based on that win, based on the fact it didn't have a lot of luck to win with the start prior, just no run at a, at a crucial stage of the race or no room, he goes on top. So 10 on top, six uh, explosive quality. Comes off a, uh, a last start win. Had a freshen up here. I think can run really well. Explosive probably. There's another one drawn wide on paper. 17, Aiden's field. Well, I'm not sure whether they'll race. If they do run here, definitely in with a chance. And 14, Shamaton, who was a good run first up. We'll take benefit from that. 1,200 metres suits. But you could go wider and wider and wider. And don't be surprised if you wake up in the morning and all those four are scratched. It's just one of those races that's impossible to work out at this early stage. We'll go 10, 6, 17 and 14. 10, 6, 17 and 14 to round out the quaddy legs there at Doombin. Chris Nelson, the best bet on the card, please. I think the good thing, Digby, is race two, number nine, Night Mariner. No luck at all last time out. It gets its chance tomorrow. Race two, number nine. And the player today will be a multi. Race two, number nine, Night Mariner, the win. Into race four, number six, Sale, who just missed for us last week. The win into race seven, number nine, go Wanji for the win. So there's three there. Hopefully, you can get the money for us tomorrow. All right, we get a third of the card. We'll land that multi. Thank you very much, Chris, for your time this morning. We do appreciate it. We'll catch up with you again on Wednesday. Look forward to it, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Chris. You too. And of course, we have got Chris Nelson, a part of the Queensland Racing Preview that comes up just prior to inside running tomorrow morning. So you're always the man that listens to that, Diggers. I do. One of the best half hours that I reckon. You can get in terms of a Queensland preview. It's great. It's great. Always listen to that at 7.30 to 8 o'clock with Nathan and Chris having a chat. Normally, Matt McDermott is hosting. Buttons. Yeah. Oh, buttons don't McDermott. say that. That's what Darren calls him. He doesn't like that. He doesn't like Buttons McDermott. Well, I call you a lot of names. You don't like them. No, but I laugh at them still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair point. Let's get to Ron Duffy. We've got him on the line having a look at day two of the championships. Ron, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, guys. Good morning to you, Ron. Can we get a weather update, please, to start proceedings? Yeah, still showery this morning, but they're confident they can get this meeting away. It's obviously going to be the same as last week, pretty heavy. Um, And probably there's some chance of 8 to 15 mils tomorrow at some stage. I don't know uh, when they're thinking of that, whether it's going to be morning, afternoon, or when the races are on. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're hanging there by a thread, but I think there's confidence we can get the meeting away. So it is going to be a 10 if you do proceed. Would that be fair? Oh, no, no doubt in the world. Yeah. No, no, no doubt in the wide world. Okay. Well, the first leg of the quaddy, we might just have a look at race six after we do the quaddy legs if we can. That is the Oaks. The Sydney Cup, Group 1 level, 3,200 metres. It is going to be a slog. It is being run at 1.15. There are no scratchings here. $5 currently. Stockman is the TAB tab touch favourite. Yeah, look, I think we're going to go the four horses in every leg in this quaddy because it's going to pay all right if you get it. So it's one of those days. So 4, 7, 13, 11. I'm winning uh, Stockman. I think he's going to be a little easy in the market because there's other horses, they want to back here. But I just feel that run in the Tancred where he had the weight for age at the 2,400 was good. He drops, obviously, eight kilos here, like a lot of these lightweights in this race. And I think he's set up really well for Joe Pride and Alicia Collett, and I think he's hard to beat. And saying that, he's got to hold off this Waller Army, and I think the best of them might be Shiraz, who's just slipped the radar a little bit, number seven. 
He's a French import. He's a five-year-old who's had his eye on this prize since he resumed in, um, back in February. So he's a strong stayer, loves it wet, and he's ready to go. 13, Chalkstream, lovely improvement from one run to the next. Uh, so I think he's right there. And Surefire, lightly raced, uh, important. Might be more of a spring next year's Sydney Cup horse, but I can't rule him out from what he's done in the couple of runs he's had. 4, 7, 13, 11. All right, the second leg, it is the big one. It is the Longines Queen Elizabeth Stakes, 2,000 metres. It goes at 155. Winks won three in a row, then a Dave won two. Back-to-back, of course. We're going to get a new winner this year. Who will it be, Ron? Oh, look, I don't know. Everyone will have their own opinion in this race. It's it's a query of, if you've got four tips here, which one of the big names do you leave out? That's the hard thing. But I've, I've ended up settling nine, eight, six, seven. I know he didn't run the time the other day, Animo. Uh, Montefilia was much faster than him, but... I just don't think the race was set up for him to run time. He's really peaking at the right time. We all saw what he did in the Cox Plate in the spring. I reckon he should have won for sure. And he gets his chance. I think the wet's fine for him. So I'm with him to beat Montefilia. I think she's the value in the race. I, I thought she beat very elegant on her merits there the other day and was very impressive doing it. We know she likes it wet, so no issue there. We can't leave the champ out. Very elegant. Uh, she got conditions to suit. She'll be strong late. There's no doubt about it. And Duas, Duas is just a little query on the heavy 10. Um, handled this, you know, the, just the heavy at Newcastle well, and she's flying, but just a little queries with her and Zaki on that heavy 10. 986 and 7. Okay, 986 and 7. Now, the final group one of the day there on day two of the championships, Ron, is the Queen of the Turf Stakes over the mile at 2.35. Colette, who we do know is a duck, is the $3.90 favourite with Tab Touch. Tried to beat two. One three seven twelve. I think Colette obviously suited at her own sex. Fourth up, set weights, highest rated horse in the race and peaking fourth up, hard to beat. Ice bath. Uh, big Ramwick miler. She um, she never performs bad when she gets to the mile, and she was terrific in the Doncaster last week. So she's right around the mark here. Promises of success has hit her form with a deserved win last start. And the dark horse here is Steinem, one of these uh, Kieran Mars setups. Uh, I think she just ran in a race she couldn't win the other day at 1,200 metres on a heavy night. I thought she did more than enough, and this looks a target race for her at big odds, one, three, seven, and 12. All right, and that takes us to the last race of the championships. It is the Sapphire Stakes for the girls over 1,200 metres at 10 past three, and Bellucci Babe, after running fourth in the TJ last week, is the $3.60 tab touch favourite. Yeah, four numbers here, eight, two, four, and 12. I think it often is uh, set up for a big day. I'm tipping a few winners for them, and m and I know her Rose Hill probably her form at Rose Hill is probably better than Ramwick, but I just love the way she won the other day with a leg in the air. She's peaking at the right time, loves it wet, and should be in the finish here. From the two horses that have been competing in the Group Ones, Bella Nipatina, who's been good in the Oakley Plate Galaxy, and Bellucci Bay was terrific in the the TJ Smith last week. So that sort of sets them up well for a fillies and mares race. And 12, Majestic Shot is the best long shot. She's underrated and can improve. 8, 2, 4 and 12. Now, Ron, before we get your best bet, the Australian Oaks at Group 1 level over the 2,400 metres comes up at 12.35. It is SR6. We're asking our listeners to identify the winner. Can William Pike win it aboard Gypsy Goddess? I think he can. 
and I think he can have got her on top. Um, it's tricky because obviously the right form is usually the binary um, over of, of, over the Adrian Knox, but this year it might be a little bit different because they obviously they put their binary back from 2000 to 1850 and. The Adrian Knox was a good slog last week in similar conditions, which stands out for probably Honey Creeper supporters. But, no, I, I like Gypsy Goddess. She's a lightly framed filly. I think she'll run the distance. I think she'll get through the wet. I thought she had too much to do in the vinery. Her record prior to that was excellent, and I think she's the one to beat. Hinged only has to stay to run well, and obviously Honey Creek, uh, Creeper put the riding on the wall last week. But I'm, I'm with uh, Willie Pike, and... He's doing an amazing job over here, I must say. He's working so hard. And I think Gypsy Goddess could be uh, another Group 1 winner for him. What's the best run for tomorrow, day two? I want to get in early. Um, I think he's a pretty good horse, this. Um, uh, Lock Eagle, he's only had a midweek form, race two, number nine. But he put a gap in the boom horse last week and straight Aaron. And I think that form should hold up here. So hopefully getting a little starting bank early, race two, number nine. Uh, Lock Eagle. Terrific. Ron, thank you very much for your time. Enjoy day number two of the championships. We'll catch up with you next week before the All Aged and the Champagne. Thanks, guys.